Okay, in this tutorial we're going to do the second thing that you're going to do a lot in uh, InDesign and that is working with photos, placing photos, resizing them, organizing them the way that you want. Now there's a lot that goes into uh, working with photos that you need to think about for your final product as far as the size of the document, it could be an issue at certain times, uh, the resolution of photos is important, the color mode of photos, all these issues about using photos in your document, what file format to, to place inside your InDesign document, that is beyond the scope of this tutorial, but I want to create, uh, let you be aware that that is a big issue in InDesign, is the type of image, the type of color mode that you apply, import into InDesign, all that stuff you need to discuss with your instructors, or find if you're working this on your own, you need to talk to someone who knows about these issues as far as using photos and in InDesign as because there is some things that you need to be aware of in working with photos. For right now I've just simply pulled some images off the web and we're going to work with those and we're just showing you the technique for placing photos not about which format is the best to place and what size and resolution that's beyond the scope of the InDesign CS4 Essentials tutorial series. So let's go ahead and do this. Uh, first thing that we're going to do is that we're just like we did when we placed a story or a text into an InDesign document. What we can do is we can just take the rectangle frame tool now uh, as opposed to the text tool. This is the rectangle frame tool. It's a tool I recommend to use for uh, when you're drawing boxes that hold photos or drawing boxes that will use color because you can grab the center of this box. Let me quickly show you what I mean just in case someone or you see someone using another tool. I mean these are both rectangle tools. And you see this one is the rectangle tool. The problem is with this tool as opposed to this tool, if I want to move this tool around, this one I can't move because there's nothing in the middle of it. Now they're both invisible but this tool, because it's a re this rectangle frame tool, I actually can grab it easily and move it around. Where this one I can't, what I have to do is grab it right on the edge to move it. So I always encourage first time users to use the rectangle frame tool uh, because it's kind of maddening InDesign is as it is and just having to deal with grabbing stuff and getting frustrated with that was just uh, too much to bear when you're first using InDesign. So always use the rectangle frame tool. For creating boxes and especially use the rectangle frame tool for when you're using photos. Okay so we've got our rectangle frame tool and what we're going to do now just like we did when we drew a text box in fact let's go ahead and draw a text box and place some copy. I've got some copy ready so I'm going to do command D on the keyboard. I'm going to go grab this desk stuff. That's just some copy that we're going to use after we place some photos. So I'm going to move it to the side over into the pasteboard uh, just a quick hint, I talked earlier about this uh, right in here, this preview uh, widget or button that we can go from preview to normal. And what you do is when you do preview, it shows you what the final document will look like. Right now, see, we have nothing on our document because there's no characteristics or properties applied to that rectangle frame object. And everything off of the pasteboard is absent as well. There's a hotkey that you can do that with and as long as you don't have the type tool selected you can just hit W on the keyboard and that toggles back and forth between preview mode and normal or 
preview view and normal view. So that's just a quick little hotkey that you'll use regularly to kind of check on the what your document's looking like. So here we have a rectangle frame. Now we did file place and place that into that text box. We do the exact same technique, file place for photos. Now I'm going to pick just one photo for now. I want to pick this picture of this uh, desktop organizer and press open. Now the minute I do that, you see it's placed that photo inside that rectangle frame tool. Now, before we get moving with this, there's some very important things that you need to be aware of when you're working with photos. Is that you have the dimensions of the photo as it exists, and then you have the dimension of the box that I drew. Now, in this case, the dimensions of the box just happen to be the right size for the image. But say, for instance, I drew a rectangle frame tool and made a box that big, and then I went to File, Place, and selected that first image and pressed open. You see I can barely see it and on some occasions you may place a photo and the photo so big you'll see this and you're like hey I haven't placed the photo. Where's the photo? I placed it. And you start trying to move it around and you might draw another box because you think that you didn't place it. If that's the case whenever you do file place and you place it into a box it placed it. Uh, be sure of it. Uh, and to be sure of it, what you want to do is take this, the direct selection tool, or the white cursor. So if you select the white cursor, what that does is you see when you move the white cursor over an object that has a photo in it, it turns into the hand. So if I do that down to this box, oh, there must be a photo or something in there, because if I draw a box, and use the direct selection tool to go over that. There's no hand that appears. Plus there's no rectangle anymore or there's crosshairs. So there's clearly a photo in here. So what I want to talk about here is what happens with the selection, the direct selection tool when you're working with photos. What's happening is there's actually two boxes now. There's uh, the rectangle frame, this blue frame, and there's actually the frame of the photo itself in the rectangle frame that you drew. And to see that other rectangle, that other frame or that border of that image, you just take the direct selection tool and select the image. And then now you see this auburn or orange colored frame that appears inside the blue rectangle frame. And that means that's the dimensions of the photo inside your rectangle frame that you drew. So if we look down here, same thing. We click it and we can clearly see now that the rectangle frame of that image is larger than the frame that we drew. Now, as you see when we worked with the black cursor and we select this object, that, that auburn frame is going to go away. But we have these anchor points, they're called handles where we can resize objects. We can pull at each one of these points, we can resize the dimensions. Well, the same functionality works when you use the anchor, the direct selection tool for the images inside there. We can take and adjust this image and get it where now the dimensions of that image are the same or smaller than the box that's holding it. Now we don't want to do that because I've squeezed the proportion of that image and I'll talk about that in a minute so I'm going to Apple Z that. So in this case what we would do, we could just simply take 
change instead of the changing the dimensions of the photo we would change the dimensions of the box that's holding it so I could just grab that open and then resize it down and there we have our box now say for instance you know you had your dimensions of your box has to be for instance so let me move these out of the way say the dimensions of your box you know has to be this two one column almost a perfect square and it just has to be that that's what your layout requires and then you go to place that file place and what do we do to resize this what you want to do when you resize things in InDesign is that you want to hold the shift button down if you've gone through the Photoshop tutorials uh, we've talked about scaling or resizing these images in Photoshop you have to hold shift and move from the corners and in InDesign you can do it from any of the areas so what we'll do is with shift held the entire time I'm never letting off the shift button I'm resizing the dimensions of that image proportionally so I'm not squeezing it like this right or squeezing it like that with shift held keeping the proportions perfect and I can get it just sized perfectly in there now also with the hand tool part of why that hand tool appears there because then I can move that image around inside the rectangle frame tool so I can move it around get it centered just perfectly same thing down here I can kinda of move it around maybe I want it to set right up in that corner uh, quick little tip is that if you don't move it right away if you click down on the mouse and hold for a second you see how the the smart cursor information comes up now you can move it around and see where you're moving it and if you move an object past the edge of the rectangle frame you get that ghosted image out the left that can be handy as you're doing other things in InDesign so that's just a quick little tip a quick thing that you can do is uh, say let's, let's place one more draw a box and place it again instead of having the monkey with that resize you can draw a box and push command D or control D on a PC to place that image again and there's two ways up here in your control panel for this selection tool you'll see these buttons up here and what they do is they say fit content to frame so that's fit content to frame so fit content proportionally, center content, fill frame proportionally, or fit frame content. So let's try some of these buttons. And we're going to do Command Z after each one to see what they do. So if I sit this and I hit fit content to frame, that's going to make the content fit to the frame. So I'm going to Command Z. If I hit fit content proportionally, it's going to fit the dimensions of that box proportionally to the box that I drew. So let's Command Z that. Let's try Center. And that just centers it. It doesn't actually resize the object. Let's try Fit Frame to Content. Now that's going to blow the, the size of the Rectangle Frame tool to match the dimensions of the content. So let's Apple Z that. And the last button is fill frame proportional and so that just fills it proportionally if we take a look at what it did you see it just fit it from left to right fill, filled the frame 
So those are the fitting controls. So that's how we would do that. Another thing about placing photos, now that we know how to resize them, use the direct selection tool to move them around, we can go ahead, once an image is placed, we can take it and change it. So I can select this image with the selection tool, Command D, and that's, remember, that's place. I can select this other image, press open, and it'll swap out the images. So let's swap out this image with this other desk organizer, and then I'll just delete this one. So now we've got three different desk organizers with different images. But say, for instance, we didn't like those images and we wanted to get rid of them. Or we create a layout where we change daily and we want to keep the same layout, but we just take out the images. All you need to do is take the selection tool, remember, because that selects the image, select the image and press delete, select the image and press delete, and we have just our rectangle frame tools. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to delete all these and I'm going to use that option button that we talked about in an earlier tutorial to duplicate these boxes so they'll all be the same size. And we're going to talk about loading multiple images into our cursor to place in objects. So instead of placing one image at a time, let's go ahead and place multiple images. So we go File, Place, or Command D, or Control D on a PC. And let's select all three of these images. I can either Apple or Command select all three, or I can hold Shift and select everything in between and press Open. And you'll see now on your cursor, let me zoom in on my cursor so you can see this, is that I have a little paintbrush and a little cursor, and I see a ghosted image of one of the ones that we're going to load and the number three. What that's telling me is I have three images loaded into my cursor. So now, if I move this image over the box, you see how that little cursor changes around the paintbrush? What would happen if I clicked right now, and I'll go ahead and do it, it's going to create a new text box at that location. But I don't want to do that. We've already drawn our text boxes. So when I move over a uh, rectangle frame tool with that loaded cursor, it's saying it's going to put that inside there. So there, it placed that inside there. If I hit Apple or Command Z, sorry, I keep saying Apple, they used to have apples on the Command button. If I say Command Z, I can say I can place this photo in there, or I can use up arrow or down arrow and toggle through these images. So if I don't want to put this uh, brown or tan box in the first one, I want to put the leather organizer, then I can use the up arrow and scroll through the images that I have in the load and loaded in my cursor. So I can load that one inside there. Say I want to load the tan one into the second box and the third one in that box. And so that's how I can load multiple photos at the same time. Let me get out of this accessibility mode. So that's a really handy technique, but of course because InDesign you're working with multiple pages, I don't want to have to timely go through and resize all these objects every time I place, say, 15 images. So let me do, app. I'm going to Command Z and undo all that and undo the cursors that are loaded in my mouse. Just Command Z here until I could, once you have them loaded, if you don't want any more, you just hit delete. I thought. So let's just get those out of there. 
So what you can do, if you know you have these boxes, and you can go ahead and set this object, I'm going to delete these other two, I'm going to set this rectangle frame tool to use a resize object style right away. To do that, I can control click, go into fitting, and do frame fitting options, and change the fitting to fill frame proportionally. Let's do fit content proportionally. So now, every time I place an object into this frame, or any frame that I base upon it using the option key, those images will fit the frame the way that I assigned in that box. In this case, I told it to fit content proportionally. So let's go ahead and test this out now. Command D or File Place. Let's select all three of those images and let's place them in. I want that one there and see it's proportional. That one there, it's proportional. That one there, it's proportional and we're good to go. That makes designing very easily. So if I knew that was going to be the width, I could resize all these down. And then putting that together with what we learned earlier about styles, I could go ahead and take this, create three text boxes, and I can apply character styles based on some styles I did for my copy. And then we could just place all that copy for each one of these pieces as they belonged and then hit the object style and organize it. So that shows you how you're placing photos, manipulating the photos, using some fitting options and some highlight, uh, some speedy workflow to kind of expedite your design process. This comes in really handy when you're using multi-page documents.